Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode of the Bear Stock Underground is brought to you by PointsBet. Guys, it's finally here. Sports Drink and PointsBet have partnered up to bring you the world's greatest BTU-themed threads for the Bears season. Just imagine the blue and orange confetti cascading down from the rafters of State Farm Stadium while you're donning the greatest t-shirt known to man, a Bears Talk Underground t-shirt. And it's very simple. You got to go to sportsdrink.org slash shirts, fill out the quick Google form, register for your points bet account, and deposit at least $10. That's all it's going to cost you. You want to get your hands on this t-shirt, and then finally you upload your proof of deposit uh, as well. Once you submit, our beautiful friends will have your shirt out the door and on the way to you. And once again, that is sportsdrink.org slash shirts. Once again, sportsdrink.org slash shirts. Guys, I'm in my 16th season doing this show. It's the first time I've had a shirt available for my podcast. I'm so proud to finally have one, and I want you to have it. So follow the steps and get yourself your very own Bearstock Underground t-shirt today. And thank you to PointsBet for partnering up with Sports Drink. And thanks to PointsBet for sponsoring the podcast. <laughs> What's up, kitties? Happy Thanksgiving from the Bears Talk Underground. Thanks so much for taking time out of your holiday to uh, give me a listen, the big old windbag that I am. Uh, we are here for the Week 12 NFL preview of the Bears Talk Underground. We got nobody on the bye this week, so we got a full slate of 16 games uh, to go over. Uh, good old mom will be joining us at the end of the show to uh, give us her uh, picks with uh, with her victory week seven. And then we tied last week at eight and six. Uh, both of us, we had we had an even number of disagreements and we split them. So that guaranteed a tie between us. Uh, she will be back. And I've um, I have vowed that if we have an even number of disagreements again, that I will change one of my picks so there'll be an odd number so there will be a winner this week. But if I win, then we'll be 1-1-1 one, one, and one in our three matchups, so she has to come back next week if I win. If she wins, that's two out of three. It's a done deal. She has bragging rights, and, and uh, Stephen, she never did tell me what she wanted the wager to be last week, but we ended up tying, so it didn't really matter. So we'll see if she's figured that out yet what she wants it to be if she wins this week and, and uh, therefore wins the series. So anyway, we got all that on tap. Lots of very interesting games. The, the, the Thanksgiving games, all three of them, uh, very interesting. Uh, big matchups uh, in, in the league as far as, uh, you know, you had the Rams and, and the Chiefs. I'm sure that uh, that was a game that the NFL thought they might be flexing into the Sunday night spot with the defending Super Bowl champions going on the road against the Super Bowl favorite in the uh, in the Chiefs, but obviously that didn't work out, so that's staying right where it's at uh, in the late afternoon uh, spot. But, um, you know, Sunday nights, Green Bay and Philadelphia, that's an interesting 
uh, ball game. Indianapolis hosting the Steelers on Monday for uh, you know the first national TV game for the Jeff Saturday led uh, Colts uh, and, and and some other interesting matchups. The biggest one probably being Cincinnati and Tennessee, which would have big playoff implications, especially for the Bengals since they're not in first place uh, at the moment in Tennessee playing in the South, not in danger of losing the lead there anytime soon. So uh, other matchups, Bears and Jets and so on. So let's go ahead and dive right in. This is the Week 12 NFL preview episode of the Bears Talk Underground. So let's get to it. Thanksgiving Day, as it always does, we kicked off at about 1130 uh, Central Time uh, here in the States. And it's almost always Detroit that hosts the early game. And uh, this year is no different. The Lions hosting the Buffalo Bills, who have basically been been keeping camp uh, out there in Detroit. Uh, they, they had to leave Buffalo uh, to play their home game against the Bills in Detroit because of the six feet of snow uh, they got out there uh, in western New York uh, last weekend. So Buffalo has been, you know, a resident of Detroit in the last for the last five, six days. And... Uh, Looking to uh, keep the good times rolling. They, they got the 31-23 to win over the Browns uh, on Sunday. The Lions riding high, uh, three wins in a row. The, the la- hell, the last time they played at home, they beat the Packers. Then they went on back-to-back road trips to uh, Chicago and New York against the Giants. Came away with a victory in both. One, one victory more impressive than the other. You know, uh, they, they had a great defensive showing against the Packers, won that game 15-6, to went on the road and let their offense do its thing, got some defensive points out of it, beating the Bears, and then went on the road again to the, to the, uh, the Giants, a game that really no one really gave them a chance in, and dominated the game 31-18. to Big win for the uh, Lions out there. Aiden Hutchinson, Defensive Player of the Week in the NFC for his efforts. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's a far more interesting game than it would have been about four weeks ago. You know, the Bills had, have lost two out of their last three, finally snapped the losing streak against the Browns uh, on Sunday, not looking as invulnerable as they were earlier in the season where they looked virtually unstoppable. Um, so this is, I mean, I'm, I, I like the Bills uh, in this one, but it's, like I said, it's, it's not the gimme that it would have been had this, you know, had this been four weeks ago, where the the Bills before their losing streak and uh, the Lions before their winning streak, uh, and everything, the, you know, I still would have said the Lions are going to be a tough out, but I would have been like Buffalo all the way. This is an easy pick, not as easy as it was before. You know, if we were doing the confidence thing, this would be on the lower end of things, like in the three, four, five range as far as taking the Bills to to win uh, this one. So we move on to the Sunday, or excuse me, Thursday afternoon game, uh, which is almost always the Cowboys hosting the three o'clock game. Uh, big, big matchup here. Uh, the Cowboys seven and three hosting the Giants, who are also uh, seven and three. Uh, a, you know, an upset loss at the hands of the Lions uh, this past Sunday. It's a short week. They're traveling to a division rival who's played who played probably their best game of the year this past Sunday on the road against the Vikings, a 37-point bashing of the, of the Vikings, 40-3, to uh, riding high right now and salivating at the opportunity to finish the season sweep over the Giants, having beaten them, I think, week three on Monday Night Football. 
uh, a game the Giants were leading going into the fourth quarter before the Cowboys just came in and uh, and took over. And, um, you know, it, it, this is a big matchup, probably even more so for the Giants than it is the Cowboys because the Cowboys already have that one-game uh, edge in the in the head-to-head uh, and everything. So even though they're both 7-3, and three, Dallas is the second-place team uh, right now. The Giants need this one because if they lose to um, – the the Cowboys not only are they a game behind in the standings but they're essentially two games behind with uh, the the season sweep uh, uh, you know being swept by the by the Cowboys so huge huge football game for them probably the one that I'll be paying most attention to unless you know Detroit makes it really interesting against uh, Buffalo this this would be the one that I that I hunker down for so when I'm cooking on Thursday the aim for me will be to have the food ready in time for this game. Uh, to start and dude, I'm on my own this year. Um, I didn't after decided not to go home uh, for Thanksgiving. I just uh, I live you know four and a half hours uh, away from home and and coming off the heels of the um, the you know the the bereavement for my you know going down south for my uh, grandmother. Uh, you know a ten ten hours of driving one way, you know twice in like a five day period, and it just I. I uh, I just didn't have it in me to to to, to travel uh, again. I just didn't want to do it. But I'm putting a spread together. I'm not doing uh, turkey or anything. Got some really big, nice sirloin steaks. Going to make some baked potatoes. I got some stuffing, maybe some corn. I bought uh, some of those Nestle Toll House cookies, like the pre-made ones. You throw them in the oven, cook them up. Got some ice cream to go with that. I'm making a, uh, a queso dip to you know to kind of go into for like the crock pot be dipping into that all day with the chips and the salsa and everything so uh yeah the only thing uh, that's bad about being alone this year is that i got nobody to wheel me around the house after i eat all that shit so we'll we'll see how how interesting it is for me to try to get around when i've got uh you know food oozing out of my gills because i just keep stuffing it in my face but uh anyway i digress um, so yeah, Dallas and, and New York, that's, that's going to be a huge, huge, uh, game. And then the finale on Thursday, the Vikings, who we spoke to about a moment ago, 40 to three loss at the hands of the Cowboys looking to redeem themselves, uh, against the new England Patriots who are also, who are coming off a big win of their own, uh, against the jets with the aftermath being that Zach Wilson's not the starting quarterback in New York anymore. And they're going to try to go forward and make this playoff run without him at least for the next few weeks, one would think. But, um, you know, I, I'd, I'd still think the Vikings are the better team here. Uh, New England's kind of still working their way uh, through it, and uh, I think that the, they'll be able to uh, overcome uh, the Patriots. A little too much firepower on offense uh, for the uh, Vikings. It'll make for a nice nightcap, uh, especially if New England's defense showed up the way it did against the Jets on Sunday. But uh, I still like the Vikings little too much purple power, if you will, for uh, New England to overcome. Moving on to Sunday. First game on the slate, Cleveland Browns hosting Tom Brady and the rested Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Talk about a bye week that was desperately needed. This is a team that's hugely banged up uh, throughout the year. I'm not certain on you know if they were able to use the time to get people back or anything, but it was just a team that needed the rest, and they got it. They go on the road to the Browns, who are a scrappy squad, playing their last game without Deshaun Watson. So this will be the Jacoby Brissett finale 
uh, for them. I'm sure Watson will start next week against the uh, Texans. But, um, you know, I'm... Uh, I st- it's 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 not as easy as one would think. I mean, obviously, I'm 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 leaning towards the Buccaneers on this one uh, right now because you just can't trust Cleveland. You just don't know who's going to to show up or if they'll show up or or you know whatever. Will will they make it a ball game like they did last week against the Bills, thirty-one to twenty-three? They lost by a single score, or will they go out and just get pasted like they did against the 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 uh, Patriots? A few weeks ago, uh, at home, losing that one like thirty-eight to fifteen or whatever the final score ended up being. There, you just don't know. You just don't know. So, I mean, I feel a lot more secure in what Tampa Bay is bringing to the table than what Cleveland is. So, I'm going with the Buccaneers. Big, big game. Probably the biggest matchup outside of like Dallas and New York and uh, things like that for this uh, for this week's slate because you have a lot of David and Goliath type matchups here. But Cincinnati going on the road to take on the Titans. The Titans with the big win and the mini-buy. So they got 10 days rest after beating the Packers on Thursday Night Football last week, hosting the Bengals, uh, who got their revenge against the uh, Steelers uh, last Sunday, came away with a 37-30 victory over their arch rivals. And um, this is also a rematch of last year's AFC Divisional round where the Titans were able to sack Joe Burrow nine times and lost the game anyway, uh, you know, propelling the uh, Bengals on their trajectory, which saw them land in the Super Bowl and give L.A. all they could handle before the Rams uh, took it away. So it's, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards the Titans right now. Make the final pick on this one when I, when I talk to Mom here at the end. Um but, I mean, obviously, Cincinnati is, is uh, you know, playing good football. Word on the street is that they're getting Jamar Chase uh, back in the lineup this week, which could be huge uh, for them. But Tennessee's strength is their defense and their uh, running ability with, with Derrick Henry and such. Uh, but Tannehill, he's the one you got to worry about because he'll either have this huge breakout game and run the offense like a pro or he'll be the game manager and and put it all on the running game and on the defense. So I think this game factors heavily on how he shows up in this one. Um, like right now, Tennessee playing the better football, so I'm leaning towards them. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if Cincinnati just went out there and and uh, you know with Jamar Chase and T Higgins and Tyler Boyd and all those guys breaking the scoreboard uh, on the Titans because you know even great defenses have a bad day every once in a while. Heading out to Miami. Dolphins hosting the Texans. I don't think we have a lot to talk about here. The Miami coming off the bye uh, last week. The Texans losing another one to the Commanders uh, on Monday. Lost 23-10. to Didn't really show up, which has been a you know an ill-fated thing for the, for the Texans uh, this year. They're just trying to get through it uh, right now. Uh, give me the Dolphins in this one. Not really a lot to talk about. Chicago, my beloved Chicago Bears heading out to the Jets. A lot of quarterback controversy surrounding this ball game. The, the Jets earlier today benching Zach Wilson, naming Mike White uh, the starter. Uh, so the Bears won't have a chance to, uh, to take advantage of Zach Wilson and his propensity for hanging on to the ball for 12 seconds at a time to help improve their weak pass rush. Instead, it will be Mike White who has a reputation for getting the ball out of his hands quickly. 
Um, we'll have to contend with Michael Carter and dr- running the football uh, as well and, and see how we can handle that. Meanwhile, on the Chicago side, the Bears uh, kind of presented a front today that made it sound like, oh, yeah, Justin Fields, uh, if he's ready to go on Sunday, he's going to play, which is not music to my ears. You'd think it would be, but um, with the with the defensive line of the New York Jets and what I just saw them do uh, against the Patriots, I did get finally watch the highlights of, of that game uh, on YouTube. Um, yeah, they in a losing effort, only giving up three points on on, uh, on the day. They sacked Mac Jones six times and hit him about six hundred other times uh, in that game. So I don't want that that defensive line running after my quarterback or closing in the pocket and and squishing him, banging up that bad shoulder uh, of his. I very much want to see Trevor Simeon play, and I hope that uh, the Bears are just playing, um, you know, are just playing chicken with Justin Fields right now, and that at the last second they're going to sit him and, and Simeon's going to be. Uh, the guy, so I don't know, but uh, the odds on the Bears pulling this one off, I don't like just because our offensive line can't handle uh, the front four of the Jets. I, I just know that in my heart. And also, uh, hearing the news this week that Lucas Patrick had to have surgery on that bad toe, uh, and he's done for the year, so we're not getting him back. So we are stuck with Sam Mustafer, which, uh, yeah, that's that's no bueno. Now we head out to Washington against those Falcons that, uh, you know, we had so much trouble with uh, last week. Uh, both teams winning their games, Atlanta beating us and uh, at home, and Washington, you know, having a gay old time beating up on the Texans uh, last week. Looks like to, um, Taylor Heineke staying as the head coach, even as uh, Carson Wentz improves from that thumb injury he suffered against the Bears in the Thursday nighter in week six. Uh, they're six and five right now. Uh, they're in fourth place in the division, and if the season ended today, they'd be only be a half game out for the last place, uh, last wild card place in 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 the NFC. So, tons to play for here. Uh, it's just a matter if they if they keep it tight uh, against the uh, Falcons because we've seen what they're capable of as far as their firepower uh, with the tools that they have. They did lose Kyle Pitts for the season, or at least that's the way things are leaning. Uh, Torres MCL might be done for the year if he needs surgery, uh, but they still have Drake London uh, and, you know, still running. They have that bevy of running backs, including Cordero Patterson uh, could make things interesting against Washington. But I think that uh, that D line of theirs will win the day uh, as well. Probably the game you want to stay away from as far as like quality offense and exciting football in the Denver Broncos taking on the Carolina Panthers in Charlotte uh, this weekend. Uh, You know, my favorite part about this game is the Denver defense. It is outstanding. They are amazing. It's just that Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson, and even with the talent they have on the offensive side, ooh, that is a rough team to watch play offense. That is just terrible. And Carolina is no better. They're going to be starting Sam Darnold, who's missed most of the season uh, with the high ankle sprain. Um, you know, he's going to be the starter this week with Mayfield and PJ Walker banged up making his first start of the year. So that could either be gold for them because he's motivated and the team is rallying around him or, or whatever, because it's not going to take a lot to beat the Broncos. You know, you're not, you're not going to have to go out there and score 35 points, uh, to beat them. 
you, you, you know, and based on most of their football games, you score 17, you're golden. You are golden. Hell, maybe even 13, depending on the day. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I, th- I think, honestly, I think I'm going to end up taking the Broncos uh, in this one, but, uh, yeah, it, it won't take much for Carolina to win if uh, Sam Darnold comes out uh, and has a good day. <laughs> this episode of the Bears Talk Underground is brought to you by PointsBet. Guys, it's finally here. Sports Drink and PointsBet have partnered up to bring you the world's greatest BTU-themed threads for the Bears season. Just imagine the blue and orange confetti can cascading down from the rafters of State Farm Stadium while you're donning the greatest T-shirt known to man, a Bears Talk Underground t-shirt. And it's very simple. You got to go to sportsdrink.org slash shirts, fill out the quick Google form, register for your points bet account, and deposit at least $10. That's all it's going to cost you if you want to get your hands on this t-shirt. And then finally, you upload your proof of deposit uh, as well. Once you submit, our beautiful friends will have your shirt out the door and on the way to you. And once again, that is sportsdrink.org slash shirts. Once again, sportsdrink.org slash shirts. Guys, I'm in my 16th season doing this show. It's the first time I've had a shirt available for my podcast. I'm so proud to finally have one, and I want you to have it. So follow the steps and get yourself your very own Bearstalk Underground t-shirt today. And thank you to PointsBet for partnering up with SportsDrink. And thanks to PointsBet for sponsoring the podcast. <laughs> Jacksonville is at home against the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. And the scrappy upstart Jaguars might make things interesting. But in the end, you know, I think the Ravens are just way better than them uh, right now. So we'll just move on to the next one. The Ra- uh, I was going to say the Rams. It's the Chargers. On the road at the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals looking to bounce back from that 28-point thrashing at the hands of the 49ers on Monday Night Football in Mexico City uh, in front of the international crowd. They were the home team out there as well. The team was painted as if they were in uh, in Arizona. You got the big Cardinal at the 50. and uh, or Actually, they didn't have the Cardinal. They had the NFL logo, but the end zones said Arizona Cardinals, so they were the home team. Uh, did not go well for the home squad uh, out there. And uh, I don't anticipate it will go well this week. Um, with the Chargers uh, coming in, having uh, lost another close one uh, to the uh, to the Chiefs and, and not being able to figure out how to beat those guys, Kelsey and Mahomes hooking up, uh, you know, to, to for the game winner at the end of the the game when they had the the lead in they had the lead going late uh, and everything. I think a motivated uh, Charger squad beat up on this Cardinal team that's kind of reeling. Uh, right now and another loss for them and I think they are done as far as the playoffs are concerned I mean and they're not done done because it's the NFC and and what have you but uh, I think mentally they'd be done if they drop to uh, you know three and three and nine four and eight whatever they'd be after uh, after this ball game Seattle had the bye last week the only Florida team that had the uh, non-Florida team I should say that had the uh, had the week off uh, taking on the Las Vegas Raiders, coming off the big win in Denver uh, in overtime uh, over the Broncos. But hopefully the Seahawks pick up where they left off before the bye. You know, 6-4 first place in the NFC West, looking like the, like clearly looking like the best team 
in the division. And while they were resting, the 49ers caught up to them. They're tied at 6-4. and four. And, in fact, I think the, the 49ers have the head-to-head uh, over them right now. So they, they're, they're the team in first place because of the head-to-head. But I think Seattle will be able to come out on top uh, on this one. I don't know if that was the the epiphany that they needed, winning that game uh, in Denver, doing it in overtime against that stellar defense the Broncos have. But, uh, you know, I th- Seattle's a, just playing better football. I don't necessarily know if on paper they're better than the Raiders. The Raiders are multi-talented across the, the entire roster. They just haven't been able to figure out how to put it together. And, um, you know, Seattle's kind of playing out of its mind. Geno Smith on track for comeback player of the year and, and all that kind of stuff. Should be an interesting game out there uh, in Seattle on Sunday. Uh, and as I alluded to earlier, the the, the Rams at the Chiefs um, coming into Arrowhead, the defending Super Bowl champions, this is not the game that the, the schedule makers thought it was going to be. This was supposed to be like a Super Bowl preview uh, that would have likely been flexed into the Sunday night uh, spot instead uh, this looks like a massacre waiting to happen, you know, unless, uh, you know, Aaron Donald goes absolutely batshit in this game. Mahomes and company are going to break the scoreboard uh, on these guys, mostly because the Rams are just going to keep giving the ball back to Kansas City. Like their their offense is is trash right now. They refuse to run the football. They cut another running back uh, this week and Daryl Henderson uh, and everything. So not not sure what's going on. Uh, out there uh, with the Rams. It's not likely that Matthew Stafford will play with yet another uh, concussion, or he's in concussion protocol at least. Uh, and, and, you know, and the Chiefs coming off another big win uh, over the uh, Chargers. They're the number one seed uh, in the AFC right now, playing the best football uh, as well. So this is not the contest everybody thought it would be when they, when they wrote the schedule up uh, and everything, which has to be a huge disappointment <laughs> Uh, for the NFL, so, but uh, it'll be that game of the week on Fox. I'm sure that uh, you know they'll put their best foot forward on that one. But I don't think this is going to be the ball game people were hoping it was going to be. San Francisco at home against the Saints uh, after their big win on Monday night over the Cardinals. The the Saints with a win over the Rams in the Superdome uh, last week. I just you know the 49ers are playing out of their minds. Uh, right now, they're they're kind of hitting on all cylinders. The defense is going. They they scored thirty eight points on offense uh, against the uh, Cardinals uh, on Monday. They're in a good spot right now, tied for first place, and actually have the edge for first place uh, as well. The Forty ers look good. Uh, I like how that one could go for them. And then finally, the Sunday night game, Philadelphia hosting Green Bay again. Another game that I think the schedule makers had a different different mindset in mind when they put this one out there. I don't think they thought that Philadelphia would be nine and one and you know head and shoulders the best team in the NFC. But I think the thing that they really didn't think would happen would be that the Packers would be four and seven and and battling to stay out of the cellar in the NFC South or excuse me the NFC North. So uh, you know it's. Uh, like I said, not the matchup people thought it was going to be. Aaron Rodgers versus, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. I mean, that's still how this thing is going down. But uh, they didn't expect Green Bay to be, you know, battling and scrambling with a losing record uh, in this one. So 
I'm hoping that this is going to be a, an absolute devastation at the hands of the Eagles, and I get to uh, cap off my Sunday by watching the Eagles just you know work their way through uh, the Packers uh, and company. But if they have a game like they did against the Cowboys, that could make things interesting. So that's Sunday, and then finally on, on Monday night, the, the big matchup, the Indianapolis Colts, their first national TV game under Jeff Saturday, hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, this one's a big deal because if the Steelers lose, oh, no, they're 3-7. and seven. Okay, so I'm wrong. I'm wrong about that. I thought that uh, if they lost, that that would be their ninth loss of the season and that the that uh, Tomlin would be guaranteed his first losing season. I recorded my segment with mom first, and that's what I was telling her. If they lose, it's that's their ninth loss, first losing season for Mike Tomlin. So I guess that was all bullshit. But, uh, you know, they still have one more chance if they lose this game on Sunday. So it, it doesn't quite weigh as heavily, but one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games to go. There's some winnable games so that the the you know the Steelers could dig their way out of this hole with starting with the Colts uh on Monday. So uh yeah, we'll have to see how that one goes uh you know, the next home game for the for the Colts, a bit of an easier opponent than the Eagles, but still with guys like TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick uh on the other side could get ugly uh as well. So We'll see how that one uh, goes. So speaking of mom, let's go ahead and and bring her in and, and get her picks and uh, see how we go and uh, see how this thing ends up. You know, will, will we uh, have a mass amount of disagreements? Will we agree on most games? Let's go ahead and check it out. Well, since we tied last week, uh, we had six disagreements. We each won three of them, and then obviously the games that we agreed upon, uh, we did all right, five and three. So we both ended up with an eight and six record. So we had a tie, which means we got to go ahead and do this again. So here's the thing, Ma. Welcome back to the show, by the way. Thank you, honey. I'm ready Uh, to go. I'm getting better at this now. Okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. If if you win, then you've won two out of three, then we're we're done, right? But if I win, we'll be one, one, and one. I won one, you won one, and then we tied one. So if if I win this week, you'll have to come back one more time for the tiebreaker. So it's 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 do or die, Ma. You either beat me this week or you gotta come back next week and, and uh, to find out who the champion is. All right. Okay, I'm kind of liking this, but I'd really prefer to beat you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So let's dive in. Uh, it's Wednesday night. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving and we've got three games to pick tomorrow. We'll start with the early game starts at 1130 central time. The Detroit lions hosting the Buffalo bills, the bills. If you remember, had to play their game in Detroit on Sunday against the Browns because of the six feet of snow they got in Buffalo uh, over the weekend. The Bills were able to beat the Browns uh, and 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 win. The Lions were on the road at the Giants, and they ended up upsetting 
the 7-2 and two Giants in beating them. The Lions are on a three-game losing streak. Uh, the Bills, I think, snapped a losing streak by winning on Sunday. They'd lost two in a row, and they finally got one over on the on the Browns. And uh, they kick things off tomorrow. Who do you got? I have the Bills. I'm taking the Bills. The Bills. Okay, I'm with you on that one. All right, I'm writing these down this time instead of having to go back and listen to it later. All right. Afternoon game in Dallas. The Cowboys uh, coming off a huge blowout win over the Vikings. That was a game that we disagreed on, and you were the genius on that one. You took the Cowboys. I took the Vikings, and the Cowboys proved me wrong by winning the game by 37 points, uh, 40-3. The Giants, as I just said, ended up losing to the Lions at home uh, on Sunday, so they're looking to bounce back. This is a big game, huh? Both the the Giants and the uh, and the Cowboys, excuse me, they're seven and three, and they you know, if the Cowboys win, not only will they have that one game edge over the Giants in the standings, but they'll essentially have a two game lead on the Giants because they would have swept the two game season series. They beat the Giants earlier uh, in the year, so this is a huge game for both teams, especially the Giants. If they lose, they're in a in a deeper hole. So, what do you think? Well, I got to go with my boys because they didn't disappoint last week, so it's the Cowboys. All right. I am actually taking the Cowboys as well, so we're not off to a good start here. All right. Uh, and the late game, starting at 7.20 Central Time, Minnesota Vikings hosting the New England Patriots. Uh, the Patriots with a with a, with a a division win over the Jets on Sunday. The team Bears will be playing uh, on, on Sunday. And uh, the Vikings, as I just said, uh, at home looking to bounce back from a 37-point loss to the Cowboys uh, in their home stadium. So, you know, the Vikings, obviously they didn't they don't want to lose. They don't want to lose like that. But the division that they're in, the NFC North with the Bears and the Packers and the Lions, they've got like a three-and-a-half game lead uh, in the division. So that one didn't hurt them as bad. New England, on the other hand, is trying to keep pace with everybody else uh, in in their division because it's very tight uh, right now. Who do you like in this one? Um, I'm going to go with the Patriots. Going with New England. Okay, so we got a disagreement there. I'm taking the Vikings. All right. Moving on to our Sunday games. Starting off in Cleveland, the Browns hosting Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers as uh, the Cleveland had to, I mean, they were on. They were the road team anyway. But instead of going to Buffalo, they just had to go a little bit north up to Detroit, take on the Bills. Tampa Bay had the week off, so they're rested, ready to go, coming off of a, a, a win before their bye week. Who do you like in this one, Mom? I'm taking Tampa. You like Tampa Bay? So do I, actually. So another dis- another agreement there. Okay. The Tennessee Titans hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, who did Tennessee play last week? Tennessee play. Oh, they beat the Packers. They were the Thursday night game last week. They beat the Packers, so they're on ten days rest uh, for this one. What 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 uh, what they like to call the mini bye because they have the long break uh, between games. Uh, the Bengals coming off a big win over the Steelers uh, on Sunday. Uh, helping them keep pace with the Baltimore Ravens, who are a game ahead of them uh, in first place. 
So this is essentially a battle of two playoff teams, or it could be uh, right now. So uh, who do you like in this one, Mom? I'm going to go with the Bengals. Mom likes the Bengals. Another disagreement, I'm going with the Titans. I just like the way that they kind of smashed the uh, Packers last weekend. So that was fun. All right, going down to South uh, Florida, the Miami Dolphins hosting the Houston Texans. Uh, the Texans are literally the worst team in the NFL uh, right now, 1-8-1 and one after another loss yes, or last weekend, I should say. Uh, the Dolphins were off last week, so they're rested and ready to go for the Texans. Uh, Ma, you've been down in, in, in Florida this time of year. What's the weather like down there right now? Usually in the 80s, sometimes 90s. Ugh. Pretty nice over there right now. Nice. That's miserable is what that is. Because I've only ever been to Florida one time. I went to Tampa when I was with when I was in college. We went there to play the South Florida University or the University of South Florida uh, at Raymond James Stadium where the Buccaneers uh, play. And I just remember it was 85 and humid and miserable in late November. So I could not wait to leave uh, so that I could get back to – you know, fall temperatures in Illinois. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Houston's a, a warm city. Obviously, you spend a lot of time in Texas. Houston's further south than Dallas, right? Yeah, it is, but it's still really much more muggier than Dallas. Is it? So, yes. Huh. So I'm going to go with um, Miami. Okay, I'm with you on that one. So, all right, both liking the Dolphins. All right, moving on. My beloved Chicago Bears. On the road, uh. taking on the New York Jets. Uh, the Jets having a little bit of controversy right now. They just benched their starting quarterback. I um, heard. Yeah, and, um, you know, he's, uh, he's a young guy. He's only 22, already in his second year uh, in the league. But uh, when they lost the game against New England, uh, like basically the offense forgot to show up uh, to the game, and then they asked him if they thought he'd let his team down with their performance, and he said no. And uh, yeah, that burned a lot of bridges in the uh, in the locker room. So the head coach, I mean, because the the kid is five and two as a starter this year, so they've won you know almost all their games with him. But those two losses, yeah, but they they lost both teams. Both of those games were to the New England Patriots, and this last one was you know not taking any accountability for his terrible terrible performance. He was a big reason why. They didn't win that game. So it's like you either, you know, you bench the quarterback and, and possibly risk losing him as far as like, you know, him being motivated and things like that, or you keep playing him and you risk losing the rest of the team, a.k.a. the locker room, uh, as they put it. So they benched him. Benched him. Yeah, he, he's been benched. Uh, so his backup quarterback will be starting for the Jets on Sunday uh, against the Bears, who have their own issues at quarterback right now because Justin Fields got banged up quite a bit in the loss against the Falcons. He's got a separated shoulder, and the Bears are talking like he might play on Sunday. Now, as a Bears fan, I know wow. Justin Fields gives us our best chance to win, but uh, I don't want them out there basically tearing him to pieces because uh, our offensive line can't protect him. So I, I'm hoping that they're just doing that so that the Jets are preparing to play against the wrong guy in Trevor Simeon, our backup quarterback, rather than, you know, preparing all day, all week for uh, for Justin Fields. So I would hope that Justin Fields doesn't play this week, but he's if they let him, he's going to. That's the kind of player 
that he is. Uh, who do you like in this one, Mom? I'm sorry, I'm going to go with the Jets. Yeah, me too, actually. It's, I hate picking against my guys, and hopefully, you know, that will change next season after we, we go through another draft and because we got a lot of money for free agency this year. So I'm hoping that we can make some strides in, in building up the talent this coming off season. But we got to get through this season first. So speaking of Falcons, uh, they are on the road this week heading out to Washington to take on the Commanders. Obviously, the Falcons winning their game against the Bears on Sunday. And Washington uh, was a plan against the Houston Texans and beat them up pretty good. 23-10, to 10, the final score out there. Washington at 6-5 and five, uh, right now. Atlanta 4-6, and six, I believe. Uh, looking to, uh, or five and six, five and six, and, uh, you know, looking to stay in the hunt in their uh, division in the NFC South. Who do you like in this one, Ma? I'm going with uh, Washington. Okay. Well, we only have two disagreements so far. I'm taking Washington as well. Here you go, Ma. Two teams that you love, even though they are god-awful. You got the Denver Broncos at the Carolina Panthers, whose unis you just love. Uh, the Panthers are hosting the Broncos. The Panthers are starting a brand new quarterback in Sam Darnold. Um, Baker from Mayfield is has is hurt. So is their other quarterback, PJ Walker. Uh, the Broncos have an amazing defense, but couldn't couldn't score points against me and you and nine of our closest friends on defense. Ma, they are terrible on offense. Just cannot score points. But neither can the Carolina Panthers. They're the thirty second ranked scoring offense in the NFL uh, as well. So probably not going to be a lot of points in this one, but uh, somebody's got to win. So who do you like? Denver. Yeah, me too. I like Denver. What, Larry? How am I going to win if we're doing this? What the We heck? got two disagreements, and we got like seven games to go. Plenty of opportunities, <laughs> all right? All right. Jacksonville Jaguars hosting the Baltimore Ravens. Um not a lot to discuss here. Jacksonville is uh, not a very good football team, or at least not on par with the Ravens. I am taking the Ravens. Uh, I am taking the Ravens. <laughs> All right. Well, like remember, I said, if we have the same number, uh, if we have an even number of disagreements, I'll change one of my picks so that somebody has to win this week. Okay? So don't worry. Isn't that kind of cheating, though? What do you mean? Isn't that kind of cheating? I mean, I'll change it right now as far as, you know, not waiting until like, oh, wait, I, I meant to take this team instead, so I win. It's, no, I'm, I'm yeah. going to change the pick today, not later. So, okay, well, then you have to tell me because you can't. Well, yeah, I'm, I, that, is, that is what I'm going to do. As soon as we're done with the picks here, like right now we, we only have two disagreements. So let's just say for argument's sake that stays, and we, we agree on all of the games I'm changing my picks on one of those games so that we only have one disagreement so somebody has to win. See what I mean? Okay. All right. So now we're uh, Arizona Cardinals hosting the Los Angeles Chargers. Arizona just got done getting getting whacked by the 49ers in Mexico City on Monday in front of a big international crowd out there, they lost 38-10 to 10 to the 49ers. The Chargers, the Chargers coming off a close but, you know, close game 
but another loss to the Chiefs uh, on Sunday. Who do you like in this one? The Cardinals. Okay, we got a disagreement. I'm taking the Chargers. I like the Chargers. Or I should say I, I, I trust them. I don't necessarily like them right now, but we'll see. Anyway, Las Vegas Raiders. You haven't picked the Raiders yet, Ma. You know, you haven't no, picked, I haven't. You've been, you've been saving it, or maybe, who knows. The Las you Vegas know, Raiders. I'm learning how to read staff, and mm, no. Okay. <laughs> Going on the road to take on the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks were on the bye week, and while they had the week off, the 49ers caught up to them, so they're tied for first place at 6-4 and four in their division uh, right now. Uh, Seattle's at home. It's one of the toughest places in the league uh, to play because the, their their fan base, who they call the 12th man, uh, one of the loudest uh, stadiums in the NFL to play in, hosting the Raiders, coming off a, a big win over the Broncos <laughs> uh, last week, which is hilarious to me because you picked the Raiders to win two games that they weren't playing in, and then when you had a chance to pick the Raiders, you picked – the Broncos instead, know, and the Raiders right? won. So we got the pick wrong. So how are you going this time? Are you, you going to take the Raiders this time, or are you going to stick with the Seahawks? I'm going to stick with Seattle. Yeah, me too. I'm sticking with the with the Seahawks uh, as well. Hopefully they're they're well-rested off their bye week and, and ready to uh, seize control of the NFC West division. Speaking of NFC West, the Los Angeles Rams on the road at Kansas City taking on the Chiefs. I'm sure that when the schedule makers, you know, made this uh, this game, the Thanksgiving weekend, kind of a big, prominent weekend, a lot of people at home uh, watching football, the Rams being the defending Super Bowl champions, uh, Kansas City always being one of the best teams in the AFC. I'm sure they had this one circled to be a, a big, big game, but instead uh, – Two of Los Angeles' best players, Matt Stafford, their quarterback, their wide receiver, Cooper Cup, are injured, likely not playing in this. I know Cooper Cup is not. And Stafford is still in is in concussion protocol again. And Kansas City coming off a big win over the Chargers. This is not the game the schedule makers thought it was going to be at this point uh, in the season. Who do you like in this one, Ma? The Chiefs. Yep, me too. Going with the Chiefs here. All right, San Francisco... 49ers hosting the New Orleans Saints. San Francisco coming off that big win on Monday Night Football where they squished their division rival Arizona Cardinals 38-10. to uh, The Saints actually coming over uh, off a win against the, uh, the Rams uh, in New Orleans last yeah. Sunday. Big win for, uh, for them. Uh, who do you like in this one? I'm going with the 49ers. Yeah. Those are my team. Right. Of course. How silly of me. I bother asking next time all right <laughs> the sunday night game the main event Wait, of this go ahead hold on what did you pick the 49ers too? i did yes yes okay and then sunday night football the green bay packers on the road at the philadelphia eagles uh the eagles did rebound from their loss they they beat the colts on sunday they're nine and one have the best record uh in the nfl it was a come from behind win the colts were a tough uh, opponent for him. We're winning 16 to 10 with about a minute to go. Jalen Hurts, the quarterback for the Eagles, runs it in uh, to get the game winning score. The Packers, on the other hand, were manhandled by the Tennessee Titans, lost that one 27 to 
uh, 17, I believe, was the final score there. And now they're going on the road to the best team in the NFL. What do you like, Mom? Wait, who is it? The Packers and who? The Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to go with Philadelphia. Okay. I am going with Philly as well. So only three disagreements. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, they're they're going to I think they're I, they should anyway beat the crap out of Green Bay. Um Monday night, the last game of the week, our 16th and final choice. We've got three disagreements so far, ma. The Steelers on the road heading over to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Jeff Saturday, the interim head coach, had hired in amidst a lot of controversy, one and one uh, as the head coach of the team so far, hosting the uh, hosting the Steelers, who are, you know, their head coach Mike Tomlin has been the head coach of the Steelers for sixteen Ever. years now, and mm-hmm. if he loses on Monday, he will be guaranteed his first losing season as head coach. He's never had a losing season out there. They've they've either. Like they've done no worse than five hundred, which used to be eight and eight, but we have seventeen games now, so that's not possible anymore. But if he loses on Sunday, he will have lost his ninth game of the season, therefore guaranteed his first losing season as head coach uh, of the Steelers. Who do you like in this one? Steelers. You like the Steelers? All right. Yep. I'm going to go with the Colts. All right. Damn it, that's four. <laughs> that's four. Disagreements. Okay. So you got Minnesota and New England, Tennessee and Cincinnati. Those are the disagreements. Um, New England and Minnesota, Tennessee and Cincinnati, the Chargers and the Cardinals, and then Indy and Pittsburgh. Do you want to change any of those picks? No. Okay. Just asking. Just asking. (laughs) I really studied for this, Larry. (laughs) All right. Tell you what. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I'm going to change from from the Tennessee Titans to the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati beat Tennessee in Tennessee in the playoffs last year. Maybe they do it again. So there you go. We only have three disagreements then, Ma. New Minnesota and New England. I like the Vikings. You like the Patriots. We have um, the Chargers and the Cardinals. You like the Cardinals. I like the Chargers. And then the Monday night game. It'll all come down to the Monday night game, I hope. Indianapolis, Pittsburgh. I like the Colts. You like the Steelers. And there you have it, kids. We will uh, see how it goes. And it's an exciting uh, week. Yes. And if I win, you got to come back next week and do it one more time to break the tie because we'll be 1-1-1 one, one, and one if I win this week. If you win, <laughs> best two out of three. Did you ever figure out how you wanted to do the wager? No, I haven't decided yet. Still haven't big, decided. Okay. So. I hope you have a good bank account. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know that I don't, but okay. You know, that's fine. <laughs> All right. So, Ma, thanks so much uh, for, for coming back. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that I win so I can have you back at least one more time. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll do this again. I'm excited, honey. All thanks right, for Ma. calling. <laughs> Love you, Ma. Love you too, babe. Bye. And there she is. That will do it for this one. Uh, Kitty's come back on 
Tuesday for this one. Uh, we'll review the game, see how we did. Did I, you know, was I able to get one over on mom? So she got to come back for the fourth and final one to, to break the one, one and one tie, or does she have bragging rights uh, when I come home for Christmas? So we'll have to wait and see on that one. Come back on, uh, come back tomorrow. Uh, when I will have uh, Rivka Board from uh, Jets X Factor um, to help me preview Bears Jets for this Sunday, we'll talk about the you know Zach Wilson and everything he has and hasn't done uh, for the team. Whether or not I want Justin Fields out there, and, and just what a what an interesting year it's been uh, in New York, where they're seemingly a year ahead of schedule as far as they've got this young infusion uh, of talent, all the young you know draft picks and everything that they added. They've been spending money uh, in free agency. Everyone was kind of thinking that they were going to have like a Bears-type season where maybe we see some progress from the team. doesn't necessarily translate into wins, but um, you know, everyone was looking at 2023 and beyond. And lo and behold, they've been winning some of those games they were expected to lose because of that outstanding defense uh, that they have and one that I'm, I'm kind of terrified of as far as, you know, the, I mean, because they've been getting home with four just crushing their their opponents and you know we've gotten we're getting manhandled up front it's not it's not pretty so not looking forward to that one but come on back and and uh enjoy the uh you know when you've taken a break from your black friday shopping and give the show a listen on friday while we preview bears jets to get you ready uh for week 12 so come on back for that and uh until then guys happy thanksgiving lots of love from everyone here at the bears talk underground which is you know just me But uh, come on back Friday for the preview. And until then, my name is Larry D. And this has been the Bears Talk Underground. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.